0: Greetings and welcome to the Pampering Myself podcast, an advocacy for self-care. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and most importantly, we'll learn that you can't pour from an empty cup. You'll hear stories, interviews, and conversations which will empower you in living your best life. Good morning, podcast listeners, and welcome to the second episode of our healing series. Today's episode is on the power of positive thinking. What if there was such a thing as positive thinking yourself well or thinking of yourself well? Meaning, just having good thoughts would be like taking medicine, relieving anxiety, depression, and that it would also boost your immune system. Wouldn't that be exciting? then I have some good news. Scientific studies have proven that the power of positive thinking is in fact good for the immune system. It reduces anxiety and increases positive emotions. Now, I know you already know that, but look at it from this perspective in case you can't relate. Have you ever been in a happy-go-lucky mood? And someone comes along with negative vibes and bring you down. They always have something negative to say or they give a compliment and take it back in the same sentence. I know you know somebody like that and hopefully it's not you. But that's in the reverse of a positive move. They can put you in a negative move simply by being in your atmosphere or changing your thought process. With all the things going on in the world today and the stress and the anxiety we're feeling, known and unknown, it is my prayer this series will help you begin to continue on the path of healing. Positive thinking is all about having an open mind, choosing to see the good versus the bad. In other words, the silver lining. But don't get it twisted. It doesn't mean you have to totally ignore reality. It's about what you choose to focus on and your response. Let me give you an example. I had set this uh, goal for myself uh, for my 50th birthday. And I've shared this in previous podcasts before. Um, I wanted to earn my MBA. And I was a working mother, a wife, and very had a very active social life. So it wasn't easy. But you ladies know We can put on that cape and get the job done because we are accustomed to multitasking. And finally, when I was at the end of the class, just one more class to go. That's all I had left to do was to write a 60 page plus research paper on what I identified as a problem and my findings. So my thesis statement was stress in the workplace, and the effect on health. Now, I had an interest in this whole concept of stress that went way back when I was in a nursing program in high school. So I thought this would be a great opportunity for me to really learn in depth about this subject. And I thought it was going to be fun. But boy, was I wrong. To make a long story short, I became my own case study after the fact proving all the theories I had learned about stress, yet I couldn't see the forest because of the trees. Now, that paper became my worst nightmare, not only while I was writing it, but it haunted me for months afterwards. I couldn't even celebrate the fact that I had earned my MBA because of that paper. Just minutes after submitting it to my instructor, I found myself in the emergency room where I was admitted with chest pains and after two days of testing, I'm embarrassed to say my diagnosis was stress and anxiety. Now, if you're interested, I placed a link of me telling this story in a humorous way. Uh, That is, of course, once I got uh, myself together and got over all this craziness. Uh, But my point is, Years later, while I was doing some soul searching and practicing meditation and letting go of things, I had a revelation. You know, God's funny that way. Um, I had been kicked out of I had been kicking rather this whole concept of self-care around for a long time, long before it became a buzzword, which is why I had an interest on the subject of stress in the first place. One of my longtime friends said, looking back, I was always ahead of my circle. I laughed and said, now you tell me. I should have been looking for a new circle a long time ago. But in reality, God knows exactly what he's doing. When I was in search of purpose, meeting with with a friend to do a business startup for almost 10 months, we could never come up with something that we felt passionate about. If you'd like to hear that interview with her, listen to Finding My Purpose episode. Then one day, God revealed it to me. I focused in on that thesis, and the rest was history. I flashed back to my experiences, which had led me to choose that topic in the first place. All the organizations I had joined for personal growth and development, the jobs I've held and the ones I didn't get, the people that had come and gone in my life and the many failed attempts, and there were many, at entrepreneurship. Wow, it it became crystal clear. And now, even when I try to deviate, he puts me right back on track. After all, we're only human, and you know we think we know better than anybody else. So back to the science and our health. According to the experts at Johns Hopkins, quote, people who are more positive may be better protected against the inflammatory damage of stress, unquote. And we know stress can kill. Dr. Lisa Yank said, although a positive personality is something we're born with and not something we can inherently change, there are steps we can take to improve our outlook and reduce the risk of heart disease. And just a reminder, Heart disease is the number one killer among women, and stress is the number one cause of the heart disease. So ladies, we have got to get a grip on it. Dr. Yanget also shared three simple things that we can do to change. Number one is to smile more. You know, it's hard to be mad or angry or upset when you smile. Research shows that smiling reduces the heart rate and the blood pressure. Number two, practice reframing. Instead of stressing about something, consider the positiveness in the situation. And the example that she gave was like being in a car where um, you're stuck in traffic. And a lot of times um, that can stress people out. What I have learned during COVID is even though I have a 45-minute commute back and forth when I was going in the office, I miss that time. Because what I realized is that gave me the opportunity to de-stress. If I was riding by myself, it gave me an opportunity to get myself together. Whatever negative thoughts or, or negative energy that I was feeling on the way home, I would be able to leave it in the car. A lot of times I would turn on a channel depending on my mood. I might turn on the Soul Town and listen to some oldies and goodies and put me in a good mood. Or I might turn on one of my spiritual channels and get some spiritual uplifting on the way home. It all, it it depends on my mood. So those are opportunities of changing your thoughts. And finally, to build resistance. Find those techniques that can help you reduce stress whether it's yoga, meditation, um, walking, some form of exercise or activity that will help you to reduce stress. Now, I like to offer two other things that helped me when I was actually in the office, when my stress levels would go up. I would post these little signs of positive affirmations or words of encouragement over my desk and scriptures as well. And those would help me in times uh, that I would have to pull from for some energy or resource. And the second thing I did was um, I have this mason jar and I fill this mason jar with jokes or miniature pictures or something on some paper. And um, that keeps me um, lifted. And when I need a laugh, I'll pull from that jar or something that'll put a smile on your face. You have to do what motivates you and only you know what can um, help you be more positive, especially during these times. Because some of y'all say I'm all right, but the research says different. Even people who think they're all right. I just had a conversation um, with a coworker who has had some health issues um, over the past year and a half. And she was having a problem sleeping. And she said when she went to the doctor, you know, everything has coming out okay. Um, she's no longer has this medical condition that kept her off of work for almost a year. In other words, he gave her a pretty much clean bill of health. But she still can't sleep at night. Now, she's a spiritual person, um, religious, whichever word you want to use. Um, but she has these negative thoughts in her head and they're basically um, self inflicted. But she did share with me that her husband mentioned um, to her when she woke up yesterday, that that day was going to be a positive day. So he was putting into the atmosphere that she was going to have a great day. And she certainly did. So there in in all transparency uh, for myself, I like to say that this podcast has been a tool for me in um, staying positive in so many ways. I was also challenged with working at home because um, it is something difficult. A lot of people wish they had, and I know there's a transition from home to office. And so I've uh, finally come to grips with it and, and learn how to work from home by setting a schedule, a regular routine and doing things that that would help me out. So please share this podcast with someone you know. Uh, You never know who just might need it. And to keep motivated, do those things that uh, help you stay lifted. And with that, I'd like to leave you with this quote. Your mind is a powerful thing. When you fill it with powerful thoughts, your life will change author unknown. Thank you for listening, and until next time, may God bless and continue to keep you. Have a great day.